Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, and miracles, along with ways to discover your intuition and to use it for creating a healthy, prosperous, joyful life experience. Today I welcome Alice Marie O'Neill, author of The Formula 7 Depression, which offers seven steps for healing from depression and manic depression, as well as bipolar disorder. Hello, Alice Marie, and thank you for joining us today to focus on ways to help those many people all over the world. And I'm sure there are very few families who escape having a member dealing with a form of depression. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Okay. Alice Marie, as listeners of Healing from Within are so well aware, my guests and I share intimate stories of sometimes metaphysical events or awarenesses from their own experiences of the fact we are more than our physical bodies and our infinite soul beings gathering experiences quite simply to remember the magnificent potential we have to create healthy, extraordinary lives with our thoughts, actions, and a higher consciousness of universal energy. So in today's episode of Healing from Within, we will realize that most humans are challenged in one way or another, either an emotional, physical, or spiritual concern, and is It is not that they are completely creating that scenario, but may have brought it along with them into this life. In becoming aware, we begin to look for answers and solutions so we can move past fear and any dysfunction to positivity, happiness, and help to refine our soul essence. Because that's the true nature of why we're here in this life to refine our soul, to remember who we are, and to do the best we can to create new ways to float through this physical environment uh, in the best way possible. But it doesn't come easy. (laughs) A lot of work. No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of of work and time and effort goes into it. And there are always people around us I believe they're sent by spirit, they're sort of guides or teachers, both here in the physical realm and beyond, who help us deal with whatever our challenge is, because our challenge is necessary for us to learn something about ourselves, and also for those in spirit to learn also, as we're all interconnected, so we're all learning Mm -hmm. from each other. But I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and to remember a person, place, or event that may have been meaningful to them. And maybe it showed them, maybe it showed others the values or work or lifestyle they might embrace as an adult. Because I feel we're born with a story, a plan, a destiny, and a purpose. And and we find that along the way if we truly try to uh, awaken and allow ourselves to see all the possibilities. So think back. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I tend to look at things in cycles, 
And uh, if most people would look at their childhoods, there are pivotal ages, the age of seven, mm. uh, the age of 12. When I was 12, uh, my brother died. Oh. Uh, and he had been born, if I could just tell this for a second here, this is a powerful story. He had been born with a hole in his heart in 1955. He was one of the first 25 people in the world to undergo open-heart surgery. Mm. And he was about three months old at the time. I was two years old. Uh, my mother is a, was a very religious person, very spiritual person. She promised St. Anthony she would dress him in brown if, if he would just live. She'd dress him in brown for ten years which she did. He lived, she dressed him in brown, he came to hate that color. Yeah, <laughs> sure. six months before his 10th birthday, he contracted leukemia. Mm. And the day before his 10th birthday, he passed away. She got her miracle. But the thing that I learned from that, and I came up in a house of miracles, is that you don't put conditions when you are asking for guidance and assistance, just be open to it. Just be open. It's there for all of us all the time. Does that make sense? To me, it makes perfect sense. I yeah. know we are born with a time to come and a plan, something we wish or our soul hopes to achieve, people to be with who learn from us and we learn from them. And there's nothing to do. There's, mm, we can't avoid the time that it is when we have to mm -hmm. go. Some people think right. if you leave, live a long life, it's so desirable. But any life that uh, where a person mm -hmm. or a soul has the opportunity to explore something, it could be something minor. Maybe mm -hmm. for your brother it was to be able to tolerate wearing that one color all his life. And he achieved it. Yeah. He overcame maybe his fear or yeah. anger at it. But uh, it makes perfect sense. We should never wish for something that mm -hmm. will harm ourselves in regard to, to helping another person. Because mm -hmm. the universe, mm -hmm. the universe hears what we say. They know our fears and they know our desires and they don't figure it out. They don't pick and choose. They don't decide for us. They just mm -hmm. do it. They just create what we've asked for. So our thoughts right. and our reality are very positive, uh, are very important to learn to pay attention to and monitor. And I, I could tell you a little story. <laughs> <laughs> when my mother was at the end of her life, I was with her, she was in a coma, and her mm. breathing was very labored, and mm. I knew she was hanging on for me. She mm -hmm. didn't want to leave me, and mm -hmm. she, I, I said to her, Mom, go be with God and I'll see you soon. And then I corrected myself because I realized just what we're talking about, that the universe just takes it as it comes. They don't decide what's good or bad. So I said, oh, wait a minute, Mom. I have to change that. I have to correct that. I will see you later. <laughs> so right. My mother had a wonderful <laughs> sense of humor. And, wow. and, and, and I, I didn't mean to be funny, but I guess it was 
bit of humor in, in mm. a very trying time. But but what what you just said made wonderful sense to me. And you're one of the only people in ten years of doing these shows who has said something like that. Now my granddaughter had a little hole in her heart that was oh. discovered at three mm. months too. Mm. Well, I'm a Reiki healer and practitioner, mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. kept sending Reiki, and I just kept hoping for the best result, knowing yeah. that what was best for her soul was going to happen, and I was only, uh, you know, hoping for the best. It did close. It did. It did mm-hmm. close. So she. Oh, that's wonderful. That there's a miracle. That was, and oh, we have to honor them as miracles. Of course yeah. it was a miracle. At that point mm-hmm. I wasn't, that's already, that's about 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago. But yes, many miracles are happening all mm-hmm. the time to all of us. They may seem small, but it's, a, it's not yeah. a matter of judgment, small or large. It's just a gift, and, and, and we need to be so grateful for our yeah. life and and the people in it for as long as they're here. And I know when they're not here, they're still here. They're <laughs> I mean, still here. Sure they are. <laughs> as a medium, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I feel the energy shift whenever I say someone's name and close my eyes. And I know mm-hmm. they're very much here. So yeah. for our people out there, nothing's ever lost. Nothing's no. lost. It no, is only gained, uh, we gain a new perspective or um, opportunity mm-hmm. to appreciate ourselves and others through it all. Yeah. Now let's go yeah. on to what we're talking about here. Uh, you mentioned suicides in the book, yeah. so I yeah. I know they're arising at a very alarming rate mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and Robin Williams yeah. and Kurt Cobain and. Alexander McQueen, but I, my my daughter just had three of them in her little town, uh, oh. three mm, fathers and men yeah. in the you know middle age. So we must look at the conditions that made mm. life so unbearable and discover ways to help people who suffer from depression and a disconnect mm. from themselves and others to find mm. some relief, to find some understanding. To find really acceptance and allowing themselves to flow with all the events and surrender to their destiny, their plan, their eternal yes. sense of being. Because mm-hmm. once they get that eternal sense, you know, right now there's a great divide among us from our uh, spiritual connection as well mm-hmm. as all the other factors, government, economics, politics, and all the other mm-hmm. earthly problems we're dealing with. So we've got mm-hmm. to get beyond that. So so let's go on. Tell us something about how you have interacted with all these problems and um, what you think we should be starting to do now. In my experience, we're um, we are undergoing a real large um, number of suicides and in very young people, mm. even preteens. And the thing that I have found with clients is that they really think it's permanent. And the first thing I will say to a client is, you have to embrace this phrase, this too shall pass. Yeah. 
and nothing is permanent. That is the nature of nature. There are changes and cycles always. Just look at the seasons. When it feels so unbearable that you think you cannot go on, stop. Just stop. And allow yourself to not just examine it with your mind, but with your heart. Because your heart oftentimes knows better. Your mind tries to analyze something that cannot be analyzed. It is on a feeling, on a heart, on a soul level. And we all came in for a reason. We each have, it may seem like a small reason, um, if we can pinpoint it in our lives, it's huge because it affects everybody. Yeah. A small ripple and the ripples, uh, the stone in the pond, ripple upon ripple upon ripple, that is what our thoughts are like. That's energy. Everything's energy. Yeah. Every thought, yeah. every heartbeat, every word we speak, every vision we see, uh-huh. every bit of music we hear, and it's all coming from universal source. Call it creation, evolution, the divine right. God, whatever you seek it to be. It exists. It's real. Mm-hmm. We're part of it. There's no past, present, or future. We are just dwelling part of our energy in one place, part of our energy in another place. I know it's hard to grasp that concept, that we can be everywhere and be in this moment. You and I are in this moment right now. But part of you is still in that moment with your little brother. Mm -hmm. And what we want people who are suffering from any uh, pain that is so mm-hmm. great that they contemplate suicide because they're just so mm-hmm. overwhelmed with anxiety and fear to to mm-hmm. to get help to to yeah. cry to 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 find something they enjoy music or art mm-hmm. or friends or food or what and to get help counseling and to talk about it not to hide themselves away from it so can you please mm-hmm. tell us about the difference between depression, manic depression, and bipolar. Many people get confused, and and I would assume Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of each going on. There's no fine line where we could say this or that, and I don't like labels anyhow. Right. Labels are too limiting. We need to just deal with the emotions and feelings. Mm -hmm. So tell us something about it. Manic depression is the old name for bipolar. I still like manic depression as a title because it says it all it says you can experience a manic episode which is um think of it as speeded up energy mm-hmm. um you can get to the point where you think you can do anything which of course you can't <laughs> you know there are physical limitations on our physical life right and then the depressive end and think of a pendulum as far as it swings in the manic phase, it will swing into the equal and opposite end, which is depression. So as high as you go in your manic, you will go so low in depression. One will follow the other. Everybody's different. Uh, some people cycle that way um, almost daily. Okay. Others, um, in my in my experience, my last episode was in 2003, I was in mania for almost a year, and I was on medication during the whole time. 
until I switched medications with my doctor's help and slowly came back. And there are ways to moderate that swing of the pendulum so that I didn't drop all the way down in the depression. Uh, it's important to know that there are chemical reasons for a lot of this, for depression, mm-hmm. for anxiety. Um, they are mood disorders, and they're areas of our brain that are directly affected. And so that's why... There are many ways to deal with it, and I I deal with that in the book. One of the most interesting to me uh, has to do with shamanism. Uh, Shaman are are the traditional medicine men, religious men, priests in indigenous cultures. And um, there's there's a beautiful quote in there um, from a shaman who talks about their culture in a more indigenous culture. They look at mental illness as a spiritual blessing. They embrace the individual and pull him or her in and teach them how to help others with what they call their gift. That it's not illness at all. It is a spiritual elevation. The problem in our society is if you don't have guidance in that way, we're ostracized. Uh, we we punish ourselves because we say it's our fault. Um, if I could just say for a moment, it, you know, you know, let, let me say this: it it is definitely no soul's fault. They mm-hmm. chose to come into this life to experience uh, whatever it is they need. Uh, whatever disability or whatever spiritual gift they may have that may be challenging for them too, uh, such as sensitive people, which you also discuss and you, you discuss how many mm-hmm. sensitive people develop mental disorders because Western culture views sensitivity as not being a very valuable source for anything. And indigenous mm-hmm. cultures don't see sensitivity that way because mm-hmm. they, they realize a person who's sensitive is interacting with the environment in a very heightened way as the shamans are and as the uh, traditional, oh, the peyote that the a certain native people used to take to get into higher states of consciousness. So you're the first person I ever read who uh, listed this as a spiritual a possibility for personal growth and for understanding uh, the value of sensitivity. And uh, many people who develop, who have these issues are very mm-hmm. gifted people, yes. very talented people, and it's a very common problem. It's it's not so mm-hmm. it's not rare at all. So I like that mm-hmm. you you talked about that a lot. But let's go back to, you give the seven steps, yes. right? The, what yes. the formula mm-hmm. offers. And in those seven steps is a way to see yourself, I believe, through the cycles. Because the first one is being able to stabilize. Whether you use traditional medication, alternative supplements, or Eastern uh, medical traditions like... Uh, I'm a Reiki practitioner, and I mm-hmm. have been help, able to help some people deal with autism, great anxiety, oh, yeah. great fears, great um, 
physical issues and just in getting to feel their own being, their soul essence, they have a different perspective on themselves in life, and that makes all the difference. But let's go through what the formula offers. So step one is stabilization. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. Because you cannot make change if you are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which oftentimes happens with any kind of episode, anxiety, depression, manic mm. depression, schizophrenia, anything. So stabilizing. Stabilizing. Uh, it, think of it as having an anchor. You know, you're a boat in the ocean. You've got to put your anchor down before you can fish, you know, or you're going to be all over the place. Right. Once, you're, once you are stabilized, and this is a journey, by the way, whether it's with traditional Western medicine uh, or natural medicine or shamanism or a combination of many of them. Personally, I think a combination is best personally. I've discovered that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's right. (laughs) Once you're stabilized, then you can start to work with, um, with your condition with your um, with your mental outlook and that's where mental alchemy comes in which is ancient ancient it's based in astrology even though you don't have to ascribe to astrology uh, it has very definite um, guidance there so if you're having a negative thought in mental alchemy it will fit into a particular category. For instance, if you're having real anxiety about safety in your life, that's a Saturn issue. Mm. Saturn rules safety. So how do you deal with it? You pull in some Venus. (laughs) And Uh. Venus is about socializing. Yes, it's love energy, but it's also creativity. And that is where, in the book, we give um, examples of how you can pull that into your life. And it will balance out the safety issues and let you move forward. So that's only one example. But there are, there are many um, areas in mental alchemy that we can change. If you're having problems in your home life, that's a moon issue, lunar. So how do you deal with that in the best way? You pull in action, Mars. You pull in ways that you can take action to help that situation, and there are examples of that. So think of it, the way I I wrote this, is to look at this as bite-sized pieces. You don't have to bake the whole pie at one time. Just take bite-sized pieces, and that's part of... To me, mental alchemy was the greatest tool, and I well, use it to this day. Yeah, mental alchemy you discuss as empowered thinking, and this yes. is thinking using affirmations, visualizations, all type of you know affirmations to transform our thoughts and get to a place right. where we're creating our feelings, not through our emotions. 
but through mm-hmm. what we want to project out into the world from our heart or soul-based love energy. And right. it's very powerful. But our thinking has to be changed, and we mm-hmm. need to work on this. This doesn't happen overnight. This is a no. process by becoming first aware and then and then finding the tools to make these changes. And step three, you say, is mental and emotional exercises because you know when you're in a serious depression i know this reading is which is should be an easy and enjoyable task is not because your concentration Mm -hmm. can be limited by either mania or depression so we've Mm -hmm. got to find ways to get ourselves to find emotional exercises to relax and to rebalance the body and then you say step four is the physical world because proper diet, exercise, grooming, and sleep, and being with friends out in nature, family, they're all healing attributes. And then along with that, what would be the next one? Very important would be yeah. routines and responsibilities. We all need some order and mm-hmm. way to start our day, to enjoy our day, to end our day. And what's the most important of these six um, of actually these seven uh, different ways mm-hmm. in your formula, what would you find the yeah. most important? They're I all important, put, but well, what I would... put stabilizing first. That's why I put it first. You can't go further if you're not stable. It just can't happen. You'll try and you'll fail and you'll blame yourself. Mm. And it's not your fault. It's this is like a roadmap, and and I try to introduce it in a way where even if you look at it as a menu, pull out what's useful for you, review it all, see what's involved, and then create your own wellness profile. I want to thank you, Alice Marie O'Neill, author of The Formula, Seven Steps for Healing from Depression and Manic Depression, for clearly concisely, patiently, and calmly describing depression and manic depression, the condition and approaches to work with this health issue that affects all segments of our society. To learn more about a wonderful job. You did the, the a most excellent job in showing Thank the you. beauty. And the beauty of your voice and the calmness you have achieved is, is part of your life journey and the work that you have done so uh, well. Uh, for people who are struggling with any of these issues, we want you to know there is a light, there is peace, yes. there is going beyond the fear and limitation. And in that journey, you will succeed and be the brightest soul one day when you return to spirit. So I want to say, uh, to learn more about this and to purchase the formula, go to Alice Marie O'Neill or Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have offered listeners a clearer view and personal examination of the various cycles and stages and reactions when dealing with depression, bipolar disorder, or manic episodes. And Alice Marie has clearly explained ways to find the help and projects and her system that may create healing situations and lessen the effects or stigma associated with an often misunderstood 
yet very common life challenge. Like any challenge, it offers possibilities to know yourself, others, the physical world, and universal source that helps us to create life that seeks love and to find ways to connect to others in a more refined, compassionate fashion. As Alice Marie O'Neill wrote, We are as much a part of nature as the roses, birds, trees, and tides. Depression deceives us into thinking we are separate from the rest of life. Yet when we feel our connection to all living things, we find our greatest healing. Feeling this connection raises our vibration, and raising it is the key to raising our awareness and consciousness. Heightened awareness helps dissolve despair. Darkness has no hold in the presence of life. Alice Marie and I would have you remember who you are as a spiritual being, having a physical life, and should try where possible to embrace the hope we all have for finding ways to live in peace, harmony, balance, and general well-being, no matter the health challenge we may have. For in the end, the only reality is our ability to shift and change ourselves into our best version of acceptance and surrender to all. For then we can be free of pain, fear, worry, and delusion. Our true nature is always love, positivity, and hope for a good day. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to hear and read about authors and leaders in the fields of science, metaphysics, religion, medicine, psychology, energy work, the arts and music, share their views on the dual nature of each being and ways to inform the heart and mind to connect with our highest selves. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.